Welcome to Open Doors at St Lawrence College, the podcast that sheds light on all facets of life within and surrounding UK independent boarding schools by connecting with staff, pupils and parents of St Lawrence College, an independent, co-educational boarding and day school situated in South East England. On each episode, we'll be interviewing people within the community, asking questions and spending time to understand more. In this episode, we speak to Ellie Matthews, Assistant Head, and Ellen Rowe, Head of the Junior School. We'll be hearing from them about the advantages of having both senior and junior pupils on the same campus in a UK independent school, what opportunities there are for pupils of different ages to mix on the same site, and whether or not this is important. We also find out how parents might feel. So let's step into this conversation so you can hear yourself from Ellen and Ellie. St Lawrence College is set in 45 acres of impressive buildings and facilities and today we're catching up with Ellen Rowe who's head of the junior school and Ellie Matthews who's assistant head with responsibilities for the sixth form. I'm just going to find out why a campus-based school is important and what it can offer. So uh, perhaps I can go to Ellen first of all. What are the advantages of having both senior and junior pupils on the same campus? I think primarily you notice it with family relationships. So any family that's got children of different ages, they only have to select one school and it's us and they can see their child right through from 3 to 18. So it becomes this kind of really wonderful sense of family across the school. Mm. Um, For staff, it's a real treat because normally in my position, we have to say a fond farewell to our year sixes. And whilst they keep in touch, you don't really know how they're progressing. Whereas when you're all on one campus, it's wonderful because you can see them as they go through each stage, particularly right up to they're doing their Mm -hmm. A-levels. So that's what we really benefit from, I think. Yeah, and it's a real joy um, being able to see all those different stages of education. So, you know, where I'm working with the sixth form, um, it's lovely to see those younger year groups get to see the experiences that they have so that by the time they come to me, I've got a knowledge of that child if they've been with us that whole time, seeing them around. Um, and you can pick up sometimes on their passions, you know, having seen them on the stage perhaps, um, or reading some of their poetry, some of the poetry readings that you guys have. So, yeah, it, it, it's about that family feel and that connection, I think, that sense of um, really being supported um, to flourish here over a number of years. So, Ellie, do you find that, that your sixth formers are, are interested in the, the younger pupils as well? Yeah, definitely. We've got some students who are really keen on supporting those in the younger year groups. And we have had students in the past go down and help in um, kind of coaching roles for some sports teams and bits and pieces like that. So, again, it's lovely to see those moments of kind of them becoming role models as well to those younger pupils. Um, so they can see themselves and where they might be, you know, have many years down the line. Yeah, absolutely. They come and do um, the reading skills. They help with after school clubs. Um, as you say, quite a lot of the sports coaching activities. And we can do um, simple things like the year seven sometimes come down and talk to the year sixes about what it's like going up to the next stage into Kirby. So you can build up these links between them. It's lovely. And the other thing that I was thinking when Ellie was talking is um, your sixth formers, you've got a head of school, you've got positions of responsibility. Yeah. And when the little ones from the junior school walk by, I start thinking, you know, one day that will be them. They will have those roles. So it's that whole kind of planning and just that excitement of seeing how those children are going to develop into your wonderful sixth formers. (laughs) So real aspirational stuff for the, for the youngsters. Yeah, I think so. And it, it's lovely when I go down and visit the junior school and, and see their boards where they've had, again, previous 
um, students and you see the names there and I recognise them, I go, oh yeah, you know, but mm. their achievements and their recognitions in the junior school and they're going on and, and having a, a real impact on the senior school um, as well. So. Yeah. I must tell you something funny, Tracy, though, because you kind of, in preparation for this, I've been listening out to how the children feel about campus. And I had um, one young girl, she's in year four, and she said she's so proud because her brother's head of school. And she said <laughs> she just feels really special that he's, he, that's the sort of position that he's got to. And then another little girl said that she loved it because she sees her older sister. So she's in year four for us and her older sister's year eight now. And she said it's lovely because I can see her at playtimes across the way. And I said, oh, that sounds really fun. And she says, yes, it's great. She sticks her tongue out at me. <laughs> <laughs> Proper family life. And I just think it's funny, isn't it? Because what we think is important to children is slightly different from their actual experience. And there's, there's sometimes really small moments that are really precious to them when they see their family or yeah. a lot of staff have got children here at the school. And that, that really resonates with the children when you yeah. talk about the school. Yeah. And presumably gives them confidence as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. One of the children that I was speaking to today, her grandfather's the minibus driver, and she said it's wonderful because when he finishes his shift in the morning, he can run down and just see her into school, and then in the evening when he's finished taking all our students home, he gets back in time for bedtime, so she still gets a hug, and it's just Aww. really nice kind of picturing that whole school day from that early morning when granddad's out on the school run, and then he's back later, and um, I don't know, there's something really special about the, all the different roles that everybody plays across the campus. Well, your buildings and your facilities look amazingly impressive. Just just take me through a few of them on the campus. Um, so there's a whole range from kind of your traditional red brick buildings to really modern um, kind of structures as well. So the most recent building we've got in the senior school is the CPC, the Canon Perfect Centre, which covers our kind of STEM subjects, so science, technology, engineering and maths. Um, but we've also got um, kind of buildings such as Taylor Hall for our kind of performance pace, uh, so drama, music, um, and that's a facility that's used by both the junior school and the senior school. So again, it's a brilliant facility that allows those students of any age to kind of come through, use the campus, use those facilities, um, and get that same experience. So they can have you know, the lighting and the sound for them, um, and that's really exciting. There's also buildings like the chapel, a beautiful traditional chapel, um, the, the, the glass, stained glass windows. So it's something that's, I really miss that in lockdown, actually. Mm. And it's a stunning place. We've got the, the organ in there. And being able to have an area like that for reflection, for contemplation, for the community to come together to celebrate faith, um, I think it's a, it's a key part of our mm. community. Mm. And it must help to have all of those facilities all in one place without having to leave and go somewhere else or get minibuses or anything like that. It's all in one place. Yeah, I think we completely take it for granted because, for example, um, in the junior school, there's children swim every week and a number of them go on and do that as extra clubs. So some of them might be swimming three or four times a week and they just the swimming pool is part of our school building, so they just walk to swimming. I've been at previous schools where, you know, you're hiring coaches and ferrying mm. them off across, across the area. So... Uh, I think there's so many things that we we do naturally because it's here, for example, the junior school children eat in the dining room, which is um, a really wonderful traditional dining room. And then if ever we discuss uh, moments that the school come together, it's, it's like family life, isn't it? A moment that you're together is when you eat in the dining room. It's a, a really special place. So I think we do really value it, but I think it's just so easy that we do take it for granted because yes. it's, it's just <laughs> here. But when, when you first join as a member of staff, 
you're bowled over, aren't you? You yeah. come in and you just think, goodness me, this is somewhere that I'd really like to work. Yeah, and you, you, I think you can see that in how the staff are around the school, how they interact with each other, um, you know, the crossover of dining kind of room times as well, and you're catching up with, with staff members that you won't necessarily teach with or alongside, but they're, they're key members of your community. Um, even if they're not part of the senior school or my department, there are members of staff in your team um, who I get along really well with, and it's lovely to see. Um, but yeah, I definitely do think we, we, we can take it for granted. Um, it's all the little bits and pieces and all the kind of bits of secret history about the buildings as well, which I think is lovely. Mm. So associations to OLs or old members of staff or, um, you know, secret bits of tunnels and kind of quirky rooms <laughs> yeah. here and there, which yeah. I think is really lovely as yeah. well. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a kind of saying at our school is that you'll never have opened every doorway. And I've been here five years and I still sometimes get to a door and think, goodness, what's, what's going to be that? Which is is quite fun. Um, Ellie was just making me think then I, um, about how spaces work for children because again I was talking to some children yesterday in, in preparation and thinking of our discussion today and when I was saying to them which places around the school do you like when they started to talk about places it was the memories that came with them so mm. each place that we talked about they had a really funny anecdote about <laughs> each space that was really important to them. And then what was really interesting with children in space is that after the anecdote, they then started to imagine new things that would happen in the existing spaces. Mm. And I think that whole um, having a really varied environment with lots of different, like, as Ellie said, old spaces, new spaces, modern facilities, gives children a real opportunity to associate their school life with these different places. So they put their memories on it and their imagination on it. And it just, we can't, really understand how important the buildings are to children until they probably get to your age and they start yeah. reminiscing more and more. Absolutely and you know one of my upper sick actually was talking about how much she'd missed just seeing everybody in Taylor Hall and just that collective experience and um, so Taylor Hall's kind of our name for, for our theatre that was mm. mentioned earlier and it is you you forget I think how much that can mean to them especially when they're at the end of their journey they're starting to, to realise those moments are kind of whittling down um, but again we, we've got a really lovely OL community so when we're talking about family um, you know the family doesn't stop as soon as you've finished in the upper sixth we do have a, an OL community and people coming back and often you'll get a student come back after a few years and go oh miss I remember that time so again going back to those memories yeah. really and that being associated with how they view the college with such warmth and their time and their experience here. Mm. We had one of Ellie's sixth formers left last year and um, before he left, he said, I must go down to the junior school and see the deputy head, as he, as he taught me for many years in the junior school. And when he arrived to say his farewell, and he was at the end of his school journey with us, my deputy head went to shake his hand, as you would with a young man that you felt really proud of. And this young man went to shake his hand and then just hugged him and said, thank you. <laughs> and it was just, yeah, really, um, I think that's a wonderful example of what happens at St. Lawrence College, isn't it? Yeah. That, that kind of... And that, that we're bringing up young people to be grateful for the, the kind of privilege that they've had here with us, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've touched on it briefly, but um, are there other opportunities for the pupils at sort of both ends and in the middle of, uh, of the college? Are there opportunities for them to socialise as well with the different ages? Yeah, we're building that up really quite strongly at the moment. So in the junior school, we have something called the Stretch Project, um, which a lot of schools might call gifted and talented. Um, but we call it stretch. So what we do is on Saturday activities are um, children that have a real passion for a particular sport go and play their sport with the older children. So in the junior school, 
my um, older children can then suddenly access the um, for example at our school we've got an ex-England cricketer and an ex-England hockey player and suddenly the junior school children are having coaching with um, coaches of that sort of calibre and so therefore they naturally start making friends and again that makes the transition from year six to seven so much easier they're playing some sport together um, we do that quite a bit with science they do some special sort of interactive science days where they start to get to know some of the older pupils so um, yeah, we do. I think we do it quite effectively in that way. Yeah, definitely. And there's, there's some overlap with borders, for example, in, in Kirby. So the junior school borders are housed in the same building as the year seven and eight borders. And I think that, again, just really helps that sense of community, being a family. So that transition up is, is um, kind of easier, more managed. They've got, again, those kind of mentors, those role models that they've been spending time with. And within the senior school, we, ha we have a house system. So anyone from year nine up to the, the upper sixth are in a house together so that gives lots of opportunities for social mixing there are big house events so house singing competitions house drama competitions all sorts of bits and pieces where they really work together and have those chances to socialize and learn from each other so does the flow of pupils around the campus sort of stay static throughout the school year or, or does it actually change well i think it really changes um because we've literally got the space to enjoy the outside space you really get to kind of value the seasons and we do we're focusing more on how that learning is important for children so we have a forest school and they will go to the forest school all year round and so they really value the seasons and the outside spaces very much so yeah the, the outside space i think is massively important not just in terms of learning opportunities but also for, for student well-being and mental health all those bits and pieces and you know we are so lucky with our grounds they are just stunning and it, it, again we've had some lovely opportunities in extreme circumstances of the lockdown and um, for staff to be taking pictures and reminding us of, of what the campus looks like and little videos of a woodpecker from our, our kind of head of grounds were sent around and um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a lovely space and, and often we find coming up to exam season, you know, students do want to go and take a breath and walk around the grounds, sit on some of the benches that we have by the trees and by the flowers. And it does definitely help create a really calming sense. Um, and, you know, we, we also do have spaces for more energetic pursuits at break times <laughs> and lunch times and, you know, hearing the football being kicked around and those kind of bits and pieces. So. Again, that flow does change. And academically in the senior school, um, we do, you know, obviously with uh, subjects such as geography, you can um, make the most of it when you've got the kind of summer months to go and explore and um, again, maybe do some orienteering bits and pieces. And that's the nice thing about the campus that um, we're so near the harbour and, and a really mm. fascinating coastline. So for subjects like history and geography, we've, we've really got it all here, haven't yeah, we? That's great. great. So with your house system, do you, do you find that that sort of breeds, as well as caring, it also breeds a little bit of competition? Yes, but in a healthy way. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of those lovely things because it's a genuinely supportive environment. Um, I remember coming here and, and kind of going, OK, so a house system being set up the way it is. And you are sometimes a bit worried. I came in as, as head of drama thinking, ooh, I want it to be a celebration. And sometimes competition might get in the way of that. Um, and are they all going to be you know, really respectful of each other? And, um, but actually, it's one of the most glorious events because they are so supportive. The cheering that you get, those moments where um, in house singing, for example, if someone's singing a ballad, you know, the phones go up with the lights and the arms sway. And um, it's really, really lovely. So, yes, it, it absolutely breeds confidence, but a healthy kind of competition and a respectful competition. Um, 
And again, all of those skills, I think, are really important for, for students going ahead into the wider world and understanding that balance between supporting others, but also advocating for yourself and giving yourself um, opportunities. So what about the parents? How do they feel about, about the whole sort of campus um, and having everything on site? I think they're really grateful when we're looking at kind of those key events. And going back to what Ellen said, I think, in the answer to your first question, they get to know the college, they get to understand um, how it works, how it supports their children and their children's learning. Um, but moving forward, it, it's little things, isn't it? It's recognising the same spaces and been going in um, and being able to have lovely events here as well. So, you know, we do have events that are open up to the community. So when we're showing um, kind of the art showcases and the DT showcases and things like that, I think they appreciate that they can see art and DT from all different age uh, groups and ranges and see how those have all developed. Um, and again, the way that we've got Kirby House, so for year seven and eight, that being slightly separate, again, I think that's a really nice transition for parents from the junior school to Kirby to the senior school when we're hosting events there um, and being able to, to balance all of those transition points. Because those are very scary, aren't they? Those transitions where even I, and I'm 150 years old, can actually remember back to those. And then uh, they're, they're not good moments, are they, for youngsters? Well, but we know generally, you know, that there's a trend um, for children to, to have a dip in their academic performance and their, their confidence whenever there's a transition point. So we'd say between key stages, so moving between um, different ages. So we're looking in the senior school from the junior school to the senior school and then within the senior school from kind of year nine to year ten but actually by having the consistency of being that one kind of um, broad school on this one campus again it's that confidence it's that knowledge of the buildings it's that familiarity that actually really helps to smooth that transition process for the students and the parents you know that they recognize the faces that are greeting them at the door even if it's the first time they might be speaking to that member of staff and there'll, some, there'll be someone that they'll have seen around. Um, so I think all of that does help. It makes those moments that little bit less scary, I think. And again, Taylor Hall being used so much, the chapel being used so much. And, you know, those are the big doorways that you're always going through, no matter kind of how big or small you are. I think, I think Ellie's right. And I think what she really needs to mention is how great the catering is at our events. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Come sports day, we're all quite busy in the marquee going, don't miss your child's race, quick. <laughs> <laughs> so our parents, are, you know, and our children are what make the school. And um, yeah. it's interesting, actually, when you talk to the junior school children, I said to them, literally, how do you feel about the buildings? And they immediately started talking about, I love my friends, I love my teachers, I love the school dog called Betsy. And it was all... <laughs> people focus and even mm. when I kept driving them towards the building it was it was literally the people focus so I think that's why once you've got fantastic facilities on campus that's why you stop to recognize that because actually what you're all about is it is about those children and the teachers and so on and, and the parents and so we are the school of the people that belong here at this time I'm a real believer that the school changes as the children and the parents and the staff change and so the school that we are now is because we're as one as a kind of togetherness aren't we well ellen and ellie i'm going to put you on the spot now because you've asked uh, your, your children i'm going to ask you what your favorite spot is on campus oh mine's easy go on you go first then. I'm, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm really blessed i'm really lucky i've got an office with a bay window onto a really large junior school field called the owen um, and it's just beautiful and it means it not only is it um, 
a lovely space for well-being. So, you know, if parents are having a meeting there, we can have a really enjoyable meeting and the children love coming into my office. Also, it's one of those great vantage points where I can see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it's a really special space and I, I like to think it's a kind of shared space, although it's my office. Um, it's really important. Like today, I had children in there, they were... Um, recording who had won the um we'd done an egg decorating competition and that they were recording for me on a zoom because we still have to do zoom assemblies and they were just delighting in being in a different space and they were all looking at the books i had and my plants and you know i've got some cuddly toys in there and often the school dog betsy's in there and it was just lovely that um again it's another shared space and it felt quite homely to them because there's you know it's a it's a room with sofas and and so i that it's moments like that that are my happiest moments that I've got children coming in, recording the assembly, laughing, giggling, they were singing, <laughs> you know, what's not to love about my job in an office like that with children enjoying being at school, really. So mm. you've got time now, Ellie. Well, I, I'm still, I'm torn. Can I have two, please? Pretty of course you can. <laughs> Brilliant. My first one then is an odd one. My first one is actually the driveway leading up to school. A particular moment where you're coming up and you just suddenly, the school emerges, really, and you get that sense of life, that sense of, I guess, going back to that word community again, I'm probably overusing it, but it really is. And just as you come up um, and come around and you see the main building, you've got the headmaster's house on your right, you've got some of the beautiful grounds on your left that they've been working on with them, um, kind of, it's like a nature bit, isn't it, yeah. there? Um, and then you've got the CPC next to you. So you're literally seeing the breadth of the school and that kind of one vista, you can see the top of Kirby, you can see a bit of the junior school, you can see the red brick, you can see the kind of, brand new buildings and that's just a really lovely moment and I felt really emotional coming in for the first time after lockdown coming up the driveway and just going ah, home. <laughs> you know my second time I'm, I'm here I'm back um, and then my other one um, and it, yeah it is a really tough decision but I'm going with the balcony and the CPC yeah the top floor that's balcony be, uh, that even crossed my mind it's yeah. just oh it's just beautiful it's so light there's these massive windows and depending on kind of where you're looking or where you're angled, you can see so much. You can see kind of Ramsgate, you can see um, further beyond. And then also, you know, you can see the whole life of the college. You can see all the students moving between their lessons and those bits of pieces. And it's just a really lovely place to be and, and you know, feel connected, but also have that moment of reflection by yourself sometimes when you're up there. Um, and I know for, for other members of staff, it's really important. And um, I think I said to you earlier about there was um, one of our house parents during the lockdown who's in the boarding house, so lives here. Every morning would send out, uh, when they were kind of reaching out to their house, all of their students would send out a whole kind of view out of my window and what the weather is like. And it was just one of those things that I think really helped them stay and feel connected. Um, so yes, those are my very, very choices for my one answer of which is the best place or favourite place. <laughs> Well, you've transported me immediately onto your campus. So um, all I can say is uh, Ellen Rowe and uh, Ellie Matthews, thank you so much for uh, sharing the campus and for, for giving me a bit of an insight about uh, why a campus-based school is so important. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks, Tracy. You're very welcome. So that was Ellie and Ellen. Thank you to both of you for coming on to this episode and thank you for giving up your time. Now, the next episode is going to be released soon. So now is the time to click the follow button in your podcast player so that when the next episode is released, you'll receive a small notification and that just means that you won't miss it. But look after yourselves in the meantime and we'll look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye for now.